The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And hello again, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel. I'm radio host of the Chicago Bulls. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and co-team physician of the Chicago White Sox, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush. University Medical Center. As always, we're going to talk about a number of sports injury-related topics. We also have our website. Please visit sportsmedicineweekly.com. We're back to get it going right after this on ESPN 1000. That's one way to end up on injured reserve. So is falling off a ladder, lifting something heavy. Ow! That's not good. Or having an accident at work. Uh-oh. Athletico helps all kinds of people come back from injured reserve. Schedule a free injury screening at athletico.com and find out how physical therapy can decrease pain and discomfort, increase strength and mobility, and help you get back to doing the things you love to do. Athletico Physical Therapy. Better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Back here on this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Net proceeds from our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. Dr. Cole, I want to talk a little bit about the transplants and uh, the importance. It's an important part, I know, of your practice and uh, also other diseases, those other surgeons out there. But is there enough tissue to meet the demand? Steve, that's a great question, and it's one of the things that we really struggle with. I can tell you, you know, I only interface with a very narrow area of tissue transplantation, and that's the area of cartilage and soft tissue. So we do ligament reconstructions where rather than take it from the same patient, we get it from donors. We also, uh, as you know, do cartilage transplants with bone, cartilage, and meniscus, the other type of cartilage that's, say, in the knee. And the biggest challenge we have is actually getting access to tissue. And if you think about it, it's not just, as you mentioned, not just cartilage. There's uh, uh, large organs that are in need for transplantation, heart, liver, lungs, things of that nature. And we're always striving to educate the public on the fact that the demand really does outstrip the supply. And it's very important for people to be educated about the the process, which is incredibly ethical. It's very sensitive. It's very compassionate. And it really provides an individual and, more importantly, their families the opportunity to sort of give in perpetuity. So it's a really important area, and it's mostly related to just proper education, help people understand the nature and severity of the problem. Well, we've got a great story coming up here. Let's bring on Dave Full. He is the founder of Pedal for Life and the exception of uh, the inception, I should say, for Pedal for Life, the organ tie, eye, and the tissue donation. Uh, Dave, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports medicine weekly can you tell us uh about the the mission and what the pedal for life is uh, and how it relates to uh organ eye and tissue donation the mission statement is extremely simple um and you mentioned supply and demand and that's exactly what we're trying to address in that the general public just simply does not even they're not aware of the need for organs and tissues uh we've peddled through I don't know how many states now, 18 states, and some of the percentage of registered driver's license for organ donation is in the low teens. People are not aware of how a simple, um, unexpected, mind you, you don't get up in the morning, drink a cup of coffee, and go out and plan for a fatal accident that day. They don't realize how they, they something as simple as that, how they can affect and change um, many, many, many fellow Americans by doing so. So our mission statement is very, very simple, and that is to create awareness 
of organ donation and tissue. So, so what's the vehicle? How do you do it? Well, the vehicle is you put a bunch of old guys in uh, spandex shorts and put them on bicycles, and you stay off interstate highways with billboards <laughs> and major markets, and you put them in rural areas, and uh, you talk to people at convenience stores, restaurants, small um, cafes, and <clears throat> whole different uh, method of delivery. All right, so how does it start? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to picture myself in your in your shoes or and not in your bike pants, but in your uh, <laughs> riding riding across country on your bike. Do you ask? Do you actually, right. do you actually ask them? And I assume almost every state has uh, the the uh, premise where if you sign your back of your license and indicate that you would like to be uh, 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 transplant organs. Uh, virtually every state we, has that. Uh, Is that correct? Actually, actually, on this trip that we just completed about uh, several hours ago, was several states, as you go in and renew your license, that element has to be renewed as well. And sometimes it is simply an element that is forgotten. Yeah. I experienced that at a hotel counter. Um, back to the inception of uh, Pedal for Life, um, I had a great nephew that experienced a tragic accident at the age of 10. Niece um, had to make a decision overnight to uh, you donate his organs. I was in the Peds intensive care, overwhelmed with the experience. Uh, had some friends that had set up a plan to ride across the country in three different chunks and said, well, let's do it for a reason. And that has just now blossomed the first time out. Washington, D.C. to Iowa City, five guys, a couple of newspapers, a radio show. The second attempt was from Iowa City to New Orleans. Uh, nine guys, but a little different element uh, came into play. And this is, uh, I'll bring this back around in a circle in a second, <clears throat> in that we garnered somewhere in the neighborhood of like 68,000 likes, follows, and shares on the infamous Facebook. I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. So this year, we set a quantifiable goal. There is somewhere in the neighborhood of 120,000 fellow Americans waiting patiently, and sometimes not with a great deal of time, waiting for an organ, life-saving organ. That was our goal. We wanted 120,000 likes, shares, views, whatever you call it in social media. And yesterday, we hit 175,000. So we hope we are making a small, small impact on that supply and demand. And, of course, we can now take it to the next step. Wouldn't it be great if that number was zero? Visiting with Dave Full, he is talking about organ, eye, and tissue donation. This is Sports Medicine Weekly. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Dave, tell me what the, if you see someone, and, it, and I imagine it's a little like, uh, you know, you're, you're spreading the, the, the gospel. To, how does the interaction go? Do you, what do you, what's, the, how does the, what's the conversation with someone? Uh, how do you initiate it and sort of measure getting uh, getting a response from that person that's positive? The, uh, the, the 11 fellows that I rode with me, um, we had a couple thousand business cards printed up that simply says share awareness, mm -hmm. and it has the Facebook page. That is the opportunity. To, and, of course, we, uh, we have matching um, in cycling. They call it kits. So we're, 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 we're tricked out in nice uh, jerseys, et cetera. There's an exchange. The card comes out, presents it. And then we ask, uh, are you a registered donor? Mm -hmm. As far as the interaction goes, I will use a hotel counter. There's four young ladies at the counter. One was a registered donor. Second one said, oh, my gosh, I was. I didn't renew it on my license. The third one says, I'm not, but I, will, I promise I will look into it. The fourth one says, you cannot have my organs. There are four different people 
of which if we get two of the of, of the four that are not currently registered, well, that's the best we can do. The fourth, out of my ballpark. I'm not going to go down that path and what possibly religious beliefs you may have or et cetera. This is Sports Medicine Weekly. Interesting stuff from Dave Full, founder of Pedal for Life. I'm Steve Kasha with uh, Dr. Brian Cole talking again about organ, eye, and tissue donation. So how do we learn more? I want to make sure we leave a message to our listeners. It's a really important topic and one that will have a dramatic impact on people, uh, both with elective procedures and uh, chronic disease. So how do they learn about it? You know, they can go to uh, pedalforlife.org website. They can go for Pedal for Life Facebook page. In either case, there are links to um, Donate Life. And if they are currently not registered and it was an oversight, uh, they can take care of it with uh, simple mouse moves on their, on their computer. And are you partnering with Allosource on this? Uh, we have, yes. And Dr. Cole, explain Allosource, if you will, for those who uh, may not be aware. Yeah, Allosource is uh, essentially a tissue processing organization that works with a number of uh, OPOs or organ procurement organizations that works in the entire space. I'm most familiar with them uh, with uh, human tissue-related, as I mentioned, ligaments and cartilage and so forth, uh, as well as bone. Uh, But uh, a really important organization. They've been involved with the show for a long time and uh, one that deserves incredible recognition for what they do uh, for the entire space, which is help uh, tens of thousands of people each year. And obviously associated with uh, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush in your practice, correct? Yeah, that's pretty much our uh, nearly our exclusive uh, tissue provider to date for uh, uh, helping to manage and treat our patients and who kind of need the take- transplants. And the takeaway, I guess, from what uh, Dr. Cole and I were saying at the top of this subject is that... Uh, the uh, the demand just uh, you know is is much more than the supply, right? Yeah, that's why uh, you know this this interview uh, for uh, Pedal for Life is so important because uh, they're doing just that, creating awareness. All right, Dave, thanks so much for for joining us. Congratulations on on what you do on behalf of your your great nephew and uh, trying to uh, to help other recipients uh, across the country. Thank you, gentlemen, very much for the time. Dave Full, founder of Pedal for Life, back with more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News & World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. 
Allosource's products help surgeons get their patients back into the game of life. Prochondrex, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore movement. To learn more about Prochondrex, visit Prochondrex.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Back here on Sports Medicine Weekly, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. To access prior shows, interviews, and valuable resources on sports injury and fitness, please visit our new blog at smwhome.net or sportsmedicineweekly.com. You know why I love to do this show, Dr. Cole, is because I, I get to kind of share my personal experiences with watching my boys play sports, and whenever I have issues and sports-related injury questions, I can throw a match on this show, and that's kind of fun because I get to learn some things, and I'm getting a great response on the street from, from parents out there that I run into say, hey, I'm, I'm glad you're sharing those personal experiences. So my two boys um, just completing uh, travel baseball. One's 12, year, 12 years old, one is 10, both pitchers, and um, both having some elbow pain, a little shoulder pain. So I got to ask you, um, is there a way for these young pitchers to avoid pain by throwing differently? You know, Steve, it's a great question. It's a topic of a great of significant debate. The data is inconclusive here. I will tell you that, you know, we've always tried to connect pitching mechanics to the onset of injury. And, you know, in baseball and softball where we have male and female pitchers at all levels, high school, collegiate, and professional, they have different pitching mechanics, yet often have high levels of success with minimal injury. So we try to look at this, and there's a tremendous amount of science that has addressed it. So there's certain factors like repeated excessive joint loading. Uh, when shoulder is placed in a high degree of external rotation, the arm is brought up and is externally rotated, say, in the late cocking phase. Or when there's high, what we say, high valgus moments when the uh, across the elbow when the arm is placed to the outside. So the arm goes in ex- extreme external rotation, sort of the late cocking phase. Right. And think about that force along the elbow that stresses the inner side, right? When there's excessive forces there, that's actually correlated with a higher frequency, a higher frequency of injury. So what we see is in young pitchers, as they try to increase their throwing velocity and their performance, we see excess joint loading. And there's a lot of other factors that often get overlooked, okay? And these are things I think are important to share with our kids, such as the, the force they use to push off in their front or their back leg, the knee flexion angle uh, when they plant, uh, how much forward trunk tilt as the ball releases. That's all found to uh, increase ball velocity without actually increasing joint loading. So increasing their forward tilt, for example, at the trunk uh, can reduce loading across the shoulder. So there's lots of things that we're looking at, but for example, slight knee flexion of the lead foot when planting and slight forward trunk tilt as the ball is released have both been found to increase ball velocity and not increasing joint loading at the same time. So those are two important points that our young people can do. Just so you kind of take, take the pressure off the arm then by using other parts of the body. Yes. I mean, we always focus on the shoulder and so forth, but it's many of those things that are downstream, the core, the hips, and so forth that are super important. And actually tilting your trunk forward at the time of ball release and actually al- allowing a little bit of knee flexion in that lead foot can make a difference, allow velocity, but at the same time reducing load across the shoulder. Because I'm always thinking, you know, throw like we were taught throw over the glove you know yeah and that, that's better if you really throw overhand instead of that sidearm that sidearm really puts a lot of stress on the other yeah, so, i'm talking about right, something different sure. here it's you know, a different it's a different problem but clearly uh, especially when associated with fatigue sidearm throwing especially while growth plates are open is potentially a problem so breaking balls for example before you shave is one of those rules that we often talk about because the elbow is not prepared to handle those stresses so that's why we speak about overhead versus sidearm throwing. Yeah, by the way, I just came back uh, recently from Cooperstown, New York, visiting the Baseball Hall of Fame, but my 12-year-old played in a um, 
travel baseball tournament at the uh, All-Star Village in Cooperstown. And uh, Dr. Cohen, we've played, I think, about 40 games this year with his team out of Naperville. We played one team from San Jose, California. They played 70 games, and that was their spring season. Overall, they played nearly 160 games in the season, in their year. Yeah. One year. These are 12-year-old kids. I asked them how many pitchers. They said, oh, 10 of our kids pitch. We have 12 on the team. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, and they throw curveballs. These kids were unbelievable. They finished right. second out of 50 teams. But are you the stress on their arms? Yeah. No, here's the thing, Steve. I mean, we know that increased pitch count and the cumulative count, right, also count throughout the season. And that has been associated with a significant increase of joint pain. So it's not just the pitch count in general, but it's the cumulative pitch count, which is what you're alluding to. So how, how old is your son? 12. All right. So just let me give you the basic guidelines from USA Baseball. Okay. A 12-year-old, 75 pitches per game, 100 pitches per week. 1,000 pitches per season, and 3,000 pitches per year. But so, what's a season, though? Well, I mean, that's the other challenge is because a season can have overlapping clubs. Yeah. So the problem is, you know, from the eye of the coach and those guys are watching these kids play, they're just seeing one specific organization, but sometimes these kids are doing two or three. So you got to add it all up, and it all counts. It's not just that one league they're, they're, they're playing for. Yeah, so they've got to be cognizant of it, and hopefully we're seeing these kids get at least two months of rest or doing an alternative support uh, sport every single year. I know we had Dr. James Andrews on our show uh, not all that long ago, and he said no kid should be throwing curveballs before, what, 16? Yeah, puberty? generally speaking, puberty when growth plates are closed or almost closed. Interesting stuff. That's Dr. Brian Cole. I'm Steve Cashel. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000, our website, sportsmedicineweekly.com. Back with more after these messages. On ESPN Radio. I've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I looked forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality, state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis methods, and treatments make them the highest-ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News & World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. That's one way to end up on injured reserve. So is falling off a ladder, lifting something heavy. Ow! That's not good. Or having an accident. At work. Uh-oh. Athletico helps all kinds of people come back from injured reserve. Schedule a free injury screening at athletico.com and find out how physical therapy can decrease pain and discomfort, increase strength and mobility, and help you get back to doing the things you love to do. Athletico Physical Therapy. Better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. Our producer, board operator, Felix Reyes. Our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. We are Chicago's premier sports medicine program coming your way each and every Saturday morning. 
between 8.30 a.m. and 9 a.m. Only on ESPN 1000. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Cole, I know you love to work out. I do, too. But you, you are involved with some uh, classes every now and then. Anything uh, of late? Well, funny you should ask that. I had a recent one where uh, some kids at uh, Adam, my middle one school, had a fundraiser, so they all had to think of some sort of entrepreneurial event for raising money for a, a non-for-profit. And what's really fascinating is all of these um, these group uh, exercise uh, programs are offering the opportunity to do a fundraising event at, on site. So what you do is you have people sign up for it. The the proceeds generally either in part or entire entirely go to some non-for-profit event. So we recently did one at SoulCycle, and I've never done SoulCycle. I have uh, several friends who do it who love it. And um, I, you know, I really haven't used a bike very much, a stationary bike for exercise. I do it for, you know, recreation and so forth, but not really for exercise. So it was the first time I'd ever done it. And uh, it was a trip. It was a, it was a great experience. Loud Different music. Different than a typical stationary bike. Yeah, I mean, they're of. not, I mean, that's just a very, you're on a bike, but the whole experience is uh, doing things on a bike that you would maybe never done before, quite frankly. And uh, it was a great workout. Well, let's uh, get on our next guest right here, Brent Losey of Soul Cycle. He's a Soul Cycle instructor and National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer. Soul Cycle originated in New York and now uh, we've got locations in Chicago and Brent teaches at uh, four of them on Wells, Wacker, Southport, and Old Orchard Shopping Center. Brent, uh, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. Thanks a lot for having me on. Good. And uh, Dr. Cole touched on it, but I want to know more. He brings up Soul Cycle. How do you best describe it? Um, so for us, we think that we've really evolutionized um, the way that you move, and again, how Dr. Cole said, think about what you can do on a bike. So it's more than just your lower body. We consider it a full body, total body workout where you're involving your core and um, even doing a portion with weights on the bike during a normal 45-minute class. So since I only did one class, so, uh, yeah, you're right, it was 45 minutes. There was a variety of different levels, and there's some of the people in there. There was a, very, a lot of young people because this came out of a high school. But um, is is it is it, did I experience a typical class, or do you do different themes and so forth? Our 45-minute class is our standard class, but we also offer a class called a Soul Survivor on the weekends, which uh, Saturday and Sunday mornings is an hour-long class. And then for some of our really dedicated riders, we also occasionally will do 90-minute challenges. And I actually just got done teaching a 100-minute ride class. But those are special classes that happen now again. But the 45-minute one that you did is, is our typical class. So weights, movement across, you know, you're doing some sort of isometrics, eccentric strengthening, things like that on the handlebars and the way you position up, down, so yeah, forth. That would be pretty typical. Absolutely. So our... Uh, the movements that we do, we're a rhythm-based class, so we call it a cardio dance party. So I think a lot of what attracts people to it at first is just the way that you move your body to the beat of the music. Um, all our instructors have kind of different tastes in music, so there's a little bit of something for everybody. Um, but those movements that we are doing, like you noticed, um, your crunches, your push-ups on the bike, they are passing a lot of balance um, control on the bike, and also, again, we don't even count the number of, of ab moves that we're doing in class, but it's a great way to tone and um, and strengthen your core as well. Visit with Brent Losey from Soul Cycle, and uh, Brent, I brought up at the uh, top of this segment that uh, you teach at four different locations, including uh, North Wells, West Wacker, North Southport, and Old Orchard Shopping Center. Are these uh, specific Soul Cycle uh, facilities, or is this uh, a Soul Cycle situation where it's built amongst other weight training classes and things? Uh, no, it's it's our own facility, and everything is structured, yes, for us to have our own um, closed studio inside. 
Um, so it's a pretty interesting experience. And again, since you had just taken a class, you get a great feel for it. As you walk in, it's a super bright, airy space. Um, we do have a retail section. Our riders really do love to, uh, wear our personal brand clothing. But then as you enter the back of, of our own space, a totally different experience. You walk into a, a dark candlelit room um, that I think that sensory deprivation kind of allows you to uh, get rid of the rest of your day, relax, focus on what you came to that space for, whether it was 45 minutes of the best sweat you could possibly get or just a chance to dance, move, enjoy music, enjoy your body's motion as well. What's your- so our spaces are totally uh, unique and geared just towards our workout. What's your sense of who's doing it? Are these are these people who are doing it in, exclusively, or are they sort of cross-training with other classes or on their own? Um, I definitely encourage all of our riders to cross-train, but um, I know a lot of people who ride up to five days a week, um, maybe even some more, um, just at Soul Cycle because they have been able to see a big change from it. Um, people have come in. We have great stories of riders who have lost an unbelievable amount of weight, um, have really seen their bodies change, some that have gone through bouts of sickness, um, even some cancer survivors who have come in, and SoulCycle has provided them with physical strength that they didn't think they could have at those times. So a lot of our riders are strictly dedicated to SoulCycle, but like any any uh, workout that people enjoy, I always think it's great to cross-train as well. Brent Lucy, our guest from uh, SoulCycle, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole at Sports Medicine Weekly. You know, I haven't done much on a stationary bike in a long time. Uh, I'd like to, though, Brent, but when I think of uh, stationary bikes, I think the latest phase was uh, spinning, right? Spinning classes? I assume right. people so still do that. So how's cycling, it different? Right. So indoor cycling or spinning are two uh, two terms often used, and both, um, both derive from, right, that first initial craze um, that, you probably have heard years ago, um, but I think what SoulCycle's done over the past 10 plus years has really taken what people thought about, yes, just lower body movements and maybe changing and alternating tempos and paces and simulating hills and flat roads, where now we're trying to get more of your entire body involved with, again, those those crunches and those isometrics that uh, Dr. Cole mentioned in his experience and our weight set section um, so we typically take one song during where you have weights underneath your bike. And again, to make sure you are getting as much out of your body as possible, um, we're doing anything from um, bicep work, tricep, chest, back, um, getting, making sure you're hitting all your major body parts. All right. Finally, um, I had a question about, do, do you guys sell memberships then? Or these are kind of one-offs that uh, people come in uh, for kind of individual workouts as well? Right, so we don't do like a monthly package where you would experience at a normal gym or even some other um, boutique fitness organizations. Um, we're a class-by-class class basis, but we do offer packages of classes that as you were to buy more classes within a package, it does get cheaper as you go. And website, do people get a hold of you? Yes, it's www.soul-cycle.com. Soul-cycle.com. Wonderful. Brent Losey, instructor at Soul Cycle and National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer. Interesting stuff. Dr. Cole, I like to do myself. You enjoyed it, didn't you? It was great. I would do it again. Yeah. We'll do it again. Absolutely. Love to hear. Yeah, and hopefully we can get you in my class. I'd love to have you. When do you just real quick, what do you when do you teach in Lincoln Park? Um, would that be that be the old town studio Correct. for you, right? Correct. Um, I teach Monday, Wednesday nights at six thirty. I okay. teach Tuesday, Thursday, um, mid-morning around 9.45. Not going to happen. And then 
if you're a, if you're a high riser on uh, Friday mornings, we call them our rooster classes. Yeah, five forty-five a.m. class. That's Doctor Cole yeah, right there. Nailed it, dude. Well, I like. I look forward to meeting you. Thank you. And for when are you our coming show. to the western suburbs? I'm in Naperville. I can't make it down to uh, Old Orchard or any of these places on Wells and Wacker. That is actually a very popular question amongst riders. Luckily, we do have a lot of riders that come from the western suburbs. But I say, I, I think if we're if there's potential to open a fifth studio, that's probably the place we'll end up next because there's been a lot of uh, a lot of suggestions to head out west. So hopefully soon. Great stuff, Brent. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Brent Losey from Soul Cycle. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. More of the show after this on ESPN Radio. Allosource's products help surgeons get their patients back into the game of life. Prochondrex, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograph designed to restore cartilage and restore movement. To learn more about Prochondrex, visit Prochondrex.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. I've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. That's all the time we have for this edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger, our board operator and producer, Felix Reyes, as well as David Cole for operating our website and doing our business side of Sports Medicine Weekly. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again next Saturday at 8.30 for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly, only on ESPN Radio. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. 